Hi, this is Bruce Buffer, and you're listening to the Bronson Beard Podcast. Welcome back to the Brats and Beers podcast. We have a very special guest joining us today. He is an incredible American snowboarder who already has an Olympic gold medal, a gold medal in the Dew Tour, and a bronze medal at the 2020 X Games so far in his very young career. Uh, in 2018, he became the youngest American to win an Olympic gold medal at the age of 17, and he has a legendary story surrounding that big win. Please help me welcome Red Gerard to the show. Woo! <laughs> you usually where the other guys are giving you a big uh big round of applause and i'll crack a beer for you too so oh i like the coors life yeah i feel coors like i'm life. behind i'm having a coffee shit oh yeah, no memo. oh no it. well you still got time to crack one if, if you need one but straight up straight i'll remember that <laughs> I didn't uh, probably disappointed you. I didn't shotgun it like most of your family and all these stories I've been hearing. But yeah, wait, you're enjoying that thing. That thing needs yeah. to be down in your stomach. <laughs> you feel like you're about to throw up. I'm getting too old for that. I don't know if I can uh, shotgun that stuff anymore. <laughs> I feel you. Sometimes it's better just to uh, let the stomach breathe a little. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, that, that kind of brings me into, I guess, the first thing I kind of wanted to ask you about. Um, so there's obviously this legendary story about... Uh, you partying or um i i've seen a couple different versions floating around so i'm curious to know exactly what was going on the night before you won your gold medal um if you can yeah. kind of walk me through that yeah no i i know partying for sure no i was uh 17 year, years old at the time and <laughs> so you have to say that yeah yeah exactly <laughs> that's what everyone says they're like oh yeah we get we get it um no no it was so chill like the olympic village you're like you're really not I feel like people for at least my two olympic experiences i feel like everyone's got the uh wrong perception of the olympic village like everyone hears it's like there's like condoms in a bowl and there's yeah, parties yeah. and <laughs> all that stuff going on and maybe that it was a thing back in the day but just from my experience um it wasn't that you know i was yeah. beyond going into it and um it was like you know it's from every time i've gone to the olympics it's been like a mid-season chill out for me because you're kind of yeah. locked in that area for 20 days and that's just that's not a thing that happens for snowboarding uh for snowboarders in the winter you know you're never somewhere for 20 days so for me when I go there it's just like a nice time to um just kind of like relax and focus on my snowboarding but no back to that story I was hanging out with my roommates we we all stay in one bit or in one condo and it's pretty tight in there and yeah. Um, I remember we were watching Brooklyn nine, nine the night before, but <laughs> see where everyone got it wrong is my family was probably up till 2am, 3am partying their asses off, getting wild, <laughs> but, and don't get me wrong. You know, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have minded being there, but yeah. you know, it's like every story you hear about Olympians and like their story. And then you hear about their families and you're like, I kind of think I wish I was with the family. Yeah. They're having right. way better of a time. <laughs> yeah. We've had a couple Olympians on here so far and like, they, they won't dive into too many wild details. Most of them have been summer, summer athletes. Um, but yeah. they, I mean, they've mentioned like the, the condoms in the bowl and things like that, but they always try to say that nothing's too crazy. So, um, I, I think, a lot yeah, of I want to say it was more like back in the day. I feel like all yeah. those stories came about and you know what, like, so my, the last Olympics I went to was in China. And I think like, I felt bad for everyone that went there, that it was their first experience just cause it was like, 
it was just kind of a shitty experience yeah. for like your first Olympic Olympics, just because we were like getting tested every day. We were on lockdown protocol. Like you're not like th- we were kind of told like not to really communicate or like hang out with anyone other than your roommates, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's like, cause it is, it's just like, it all falls back on you. If someone, if you were hanging out with a Norwegian and a Norwegian test positive, then you're on the close call or on the close, the uh, whatever they were called. Yeah, the close close contact, contact or whatever. Close yeah, contact. Whatever yeah, close contact list. And yeah. So you, we really chilled hard and just like, and actually it was a great time. Like I went there with like what four, yeah, four of like some of my best buddies. And it yeah. was like, Gosh, it felt like a, I don't know, some sort of like lockdown reunion, like just 21 yeah. days of just like strictly hanging in a condo. Can't beat some good guy time. That's for sure. <laughs> it, it was like, that's what I was looking for. It's some of the best guy time I've ever had, you know, yeah. like taking water bottles, do, doing field goal <laughs> kicks and stuff. Like you're just so bored out of your mind. It's insane. That's funny. Well, yeah. uh, I believe, are you still dating Haley Langland? I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. We've okay. been dating for quite some time now. She had people asking. We never really had like a like a starting date, so it's like always okay. kind of a guess. But I think we're going like we're like four or five years or something. So, did four you years. know her before or after the uh, the Olympics? There, hey Drew, welcome. <laughs> did Did you know her before, or did you meet her at the Olympics or after? Or? No, no. So I knew her. Yeah, we we sort of kind of like grew up with each other i probably first met her when i was like 12 years old we've oh, okay um she rode for burton snowboards and i still still currently ride for burton snowboards but i met her a while ago on a uh burton snowboard trip to mount hood the glacier okay. over there okay um, when we were super young and yeah we started dating at that 2018 olympics and really just kind of nice. haven't really looked back just kind of came and came and rolled with it and it's it's nice you know like i feel so lucky for that relationship just because like most of the time we're traveling, you know, eight months out of the year we're traveling and a lot of my other buddies have girlfriends back at home and all this. And it's like, you're not seeing that person for kind of like eight months. And I feel so lucky that like we're able yeah. to travel to all the same locations. And That's it's, awesome. It's just right there. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you guys ever like hold hands while you go down the hill together or anything like cheesy <laughs> and put it on TikTok or? <laughs> no, no. We try to stay away from that. We watch a lot. Like none of us are even on tiktok i believe like i think i maybe have one video that i posted like i was thinking about doing it one time and i was like fuck this i cannot yeah, do this dude. it's, I'm like, it's this cringy it's cringy yeah but um no we we do not do that and they we see other people that do it and we're like fuck i could not i can't <laughs> even watch this you know it's so gnarly that's funny so that's crazy. too funny well yeah. drew you came in the middle of that question so welcome drew thanks for joining us yeah, man. Nice of you to show up late. What the heck? Yeah. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Red. This is for you, man. Let me chug this. I one. like that. I like that. He's, Dude, he's got the buzz. Oh, my God. I'm blowing it with this one. Yeah. Free. Drew, Dude, I got that for free. Yeah, I was going to say you better have. No, <laughs> Red said he's drinking a coffee and he didn't get the memo about a beer. So, well, you guys are all a bit on the East Coast, huh? Uh, m- m- yeah, Central Time. So, yeah, we're, we're probably an hour or two ahead of you. Yeah, count me at four o'clock. I'll be diving in. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sounds good. Because you're well, in nice Colorado, man. Yeah, yeah, you too. You're in Colorado right now, right? Um, so I spend the winters in Colorado, and then I live in uh, Southern California during the summer. Mm. So I'm in I'm in uh, California right now. Okay, is that yeah. San Diego, LA? Where you at? San Diego. Yeah, San Diego. I'm. Uh, I live in this town called Oceanside, California, just oh, yeah. like thirty minutes uh, north of San Diego. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I recently just started doing that during the summers, just because, like I was saying, like 
eight months of the year you're spending your time in winters and it's like yeah. just nice to get like a break from the mountains a little bit and just like take it easy enjoy some sun yeah 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 exactly so where is i believe your parents built you guys like a like a hill or like a little snowboard park i believe is that in colorado or yep that's in colorado that's in silverthorne colorado and that's uh yeah i mean that's that's where i live and um it's yeah uh my parents i'm trying to think about the story here so i'm originally from cleveland ohio um mm-hmm. We moved out there probably when I was like eight-ish and we just did winters out there and not because of me, mainly, you know, it's because my mom, you know, she, you could say like, sort of like kind of like a midlife crisis, how to get out of, <laughs> you guys know how it is, you know, like just yeah. like the mid Midwest, East Coast winters are so gnarly and it's like tough. she's she's just fully thrived by the sun and lives off the sun. So like she needed to get out of there and it turns out, you know, it worked out for, for me going out there because I love snowboarding so much. So eight years old, we started spending the, uh, the winters in Colorado and then, um, going back during the summers. And then when I was about 12, we fully officially moved out there. And, um, right when we were pulling up to this house in Silverthorne that we lived at, it was like, you know, it was actually kind of all my brothers, you know, like they were just like, they were the ones that were at my whole family's in the snowboarding. They were the ones that are like, Oh my gosh, we can build, you know, the best backyard set up on that front yard right there. That's the funny yeah. part too. Everyone, everyone's called the backyard. It's, it's the front, front yard. yard. <laughs> no line. Like it does, it does not get more front yard than where this, this thing is, you know, but um, yeah, it slowly just turned into this thing, you know, like the first year we got a couple rails in there, you know, the second year we were able to get a rope toe running and, you know, now it's, it's still really good. We're, we're kind of all like, don't spend as much time at the house. So I kind of feel like it's slowly falling apart a little yeah, bit, but yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That's how it goes. Do you have like an ice maker or do you just wait? Like it's just natural snow all the time. Just wait for the snow to come. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wait okay. for the snow to come. It, we, we've always talked about having like a uh, snowmaker and all that. Yeah. But the realistic thing of having yeah, a snowmaker is like you need some heavy equipment, you know, either like a backhoe or a, a snow cat or something to move that snow because it's just so compact. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Did, did I call it an ice maker, by the way? I, you I call it an ice snow. maker. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm, wait, just where, gonna, where I'm just going to, I'm just going to. Uh, I'm, I'm in Wisconsin, so I was just getting flashbacks when I'm going down the hill on ice and just falling everywhere. I was going to so. say that. I mean, I get it, man. That's a Wisconsin thing to say right there. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, are you a, uh, I know you have some, some Colorado ties. Are you a Denver Nuggets fan at all with their big win? Yeah, my now? basketball ties don't run, uh, too yeah, deep or whatever, deep. but I was pretty excited to see him win yesterday. That was pretty amazing. Like, that's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. I guess for me, it's just like, it's nice to not see the typicals always win, you know, the Warriors, the Lakers, you know, like all the big dogs win. It was cool to see the Nuggets come through and, and pull it together. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah that was sick. It was, it was fun to watch and they, they dominated. So um, yeah, they did. And we were saying though, man, it would have been like, what a story it would have been if like the heat would have won and then the Panthers win tonight. Yeah. Miami would have like Florida would have, I don't even know if Florida would have lived through that. It might've burned down. Like, <laughs> it's still you got Brooks down. Kepka, It'll you got still Brooks Kepka in Florida going fucking nuts. You're like, there's no way that place is surviving. <laughs> Just stoned or drunk out of his mind. Whatever he was in that game. <laughs> Did you see the one he just posted one there? He like was bashing on the thing, you know? Oh yeah. But it's so dope dude. That guy's That's a funny. Love I'm it. a, uh, I'm a golden Knights fan though. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, full bore i'm hoping they take it home tonight 
So is my brother. So is my, I mean, it sounds like, I mean, eventually it seems like it's kind of a sealed deal for the Yeah. yeah. I would, I would hope so. If they blow it, that'd be very sad. <laughs> yeah. Hockey's badass. Dude. That, that, yeah. I'm a way bigger fan of hockey. I'm like, it, dude, it's I so much, I don't even get it. so much fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, electric. Um, so let's see here. So you started snowboarding at the age of two. Is that correct? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I mean, okay. like, you know what, I don't know what you call it. Like, just started snowboarding, but yes, yeah, like first yeah. time I was on a snowboard. Down like, the hill. Yeah. Yeah. I really started getting into it. Like realistically, I, I think I really started like getting into it probably at the age of eight when I moved out to Colorado it was like, that okay. was the time where I was like snowboarding more than 10 days a year and like actually like loving it and finding the roots of snowboarding and like getting my basics dialed and all that. Yeah. Okay. Dope. Yeah. Drew, I've been talking a lot. What do you got? Yeah, dude, shut the fuck up. I, know, I, told, I told you to cut me off whenever you want. You know, I'll keep going. Uh, so, and Red, you can tell me to shut the fuck up too. But uh, <laughs> my, my big question for you is like, what makes you stand out, you know, from all these other snowboarders? Like, wh- what what did it for you? You know, every, a lot of people have been snowboarding since they've been two, you know? What yeah. was it? I mean, I think a lot of it I got to thank for my family. You know, I, I don't. I definitely don't come from a typical family. Like, you know, like everyone knows my story as like the one of, you know, I think the youngest, younger Olympians to win a gold medal. And, you know, my story isn't really told without my family being in it and how crazy they are, you know, like there's not, um, you know, I'm one of eight and all like those guys showing in Pyeongchang and in South Korea, which is pretty incredible. And I think that's really what made the, made the story huge, but, I mean, other than that, um, I don't know what makes me stand out. You know, I, I'm, I'm not going to serious wood. I've been able to be pretty consistent in my, in my contest snowboarding and, you know, pretty steady, steadily be at the, at the top, you know, or, you know, in, in the finals and making the podiums and all that. And I think that's helped a lot. And then the other thing I really try to do, and this might be kind of new to you guys, but there's a, like, there's a filming side of snowboarding, kind of like what Travis Rice does and all that. And then, the competitive side where I'm at and, you know, like my whole career, I've been able to be a competitive snowboarder, but also put out um, whether it's like YouTube edits or making like little movies and stuff and being a part of that industry. And I think that that has separated me a little bit from the regular um, industry and the regular snowboarders was that, um, you know, the contest season takes up a lot of the time. I mean, you know, the contest season really starts in October and ends in, um, you know, early April or something. And that, that's a full, that's a full snowboarding season. So like yeah. to fit uh, filming snowboarding in there and making these videos, it, it makes for a long season. I think you're kind of getting two sides of snowboarding and um, that that's where I think that maybe I've separated myself a little bit. I don't know. It's weird talking, talking about myself like this, but um, yeah. I mean, I, I just, I've always, I think that I started snowboarding to be in the filming side. And then I found out that I'm pretty good at this pretty competitive good. side as well. So I'll always have like just this passion, this spot in my heart for making videos and making, making snowboarding look the way you want it to look. Yeah. You, you can always just tell that. Drew that you're just a fucking badass too, man. Just shut well, No, up. I was going to say like, how, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a doctor, but how big are your balls, man? <laughs> yeah, that's the funny part. My whole, my whole situation down there just doesn't get smaller. It sucks, man. I can't, I can't find myself, you know, I'm like, look, no, that's not true. Cause then I'd be good at snowboarding. Well, the thing is, yeah, the thing is, you know, some people like to sleep naked. I can't sleep naked. Cause I, I just got to put underwear on. I'm like, I can't sleep like this, man. I don't deserve this. 
Oh, that's great. <laughs> I have seen your extra credit videos, though. They are very good. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. That's too funny. Um, so you're a golfer, too, right? I saw you got fitted for some PXG clubs. You yeah, that's something. Or... Say again? Did you get out a lot and play? Yeah, I mean, I actually, I got a tee time at the three, three, three twenty in like, in like an hour and a half or something. But, uh, dude, I, I mean, I, definitely during the summer, I, I live, uh, what I'd probably say, I bike to this uh, club that I'm a membership at, and I try to get out there as much as I can. If, if I'm, if I'm not golfing, I'm uh, either surfing or sometimes skateboarding in the summer. And I've just, I found that I've like, I like golfing a lot because. Yeah. I mean, just the typical reasons, you know, like you got that good shot and it brings you back right away. And you have those bad rounds where you just want to like snap all your clubs and you take <laughs> yeah. five days off and you're like, why am I still being dragged back to the course right now? Like, yeah. why do I want to go golfing so bad? And at this point, I think it's so like, there's been times where I've literally like, I've had such bad rounds and I'm like, I don't want to play this anymore. I don't want to do this. You know, like I spend so much of my time. I could be, I could have put my effort into skateboarding, something I'm halfway good at, gotten good, like better at surfing, but it just drags me back every single time. And I think I, you know, it really tests my patience and I like try to work on that when I'm out there and just finding a, uh, like a good, I don't know, like a good mindset to be on out there is, is uh, fun to do. Yeah. I think it's like that competitive nature. It's like all guys want to like perfect something. And when they find something that like, it's so hard to do and like, it is so like up and down, it's like, we just want to keep playing it to like get better. And it's, it's tough. It's I just don't understand how you can just go like par par and then triple, triple, triple. <laughs> yeah. like, where, where did things change? You know, yeah, like, where, the, what happened, you know, it's you know what it is? that's the other thing, you know, you can kind of just bring a whole cooler of beers out there and that's, that's where the game really starts off high and really ends low the best and worst part of golf <laughs> straight up dude. straight up on the bad rounds you just gotta buy new clubs man it's yeah the clubs ball. yeah it's always oh, yeah, a club. Dude, the thing is i'm playing yeah, you know like you got a uh, pinnacle ball you're like i'm not playing dude i need a titleist what am I yeah playing? I, like, I get easily 40 more yards out of this ball there's no doubt as i hit it into the woods and lose it <laughs> exactly yeah yeah hey, do you play uh abr down there you ever played abr i have course? i played it once actually and uh it's an amazing course that's the thing there's so many nice courses yeah. down here it's crazy but and that's the other part like i, I just kind of became a member at this like and don't get me wrong like this course is shitty like it's really yeah. like i it, i hate saying i'm a member there because i'm like dude it's just like a little course but it's just so close i can uh i can bike down there and it's kind of the bummer part is like once you become a member somewhere, you don't really play anywhere else. And, but there's so many good courses down here. It's like insane. Yeah. Like it's just, everything's perfect with yeah. the golf courses here. And it's hard to have bad, bad weather days down there. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Actually, dude, funny enough though, this summer and rolling into uh, this uh, or this winter and rolling into this summer, it's, it's, they've been having terrible weather. I've never seen so much oh, rain really? here. It's wild. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Gnarly. Dang. Well, uh, stay dry if you're out today. I hope the weather's yeah, nice yeah. today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to bring that over here if you want more beer, man. Uh, I live in <laughs> Iowa, so we, we're, we're real dry right now, man. <laughs> but, I'm uh, sure. Red, uh, once again, I'm going back to your big balls here. Uh, <laughs> so you, you do the big air competition as well. And uh, what I want to get to is <clears throat> where, where does the fear start and where does the fear end? Or do you even have any fear? Anymore? Are you like nervous at all when you're like 
on the hill? Like what, what's going on? Yeah. I, I'm kind of all that, you know, like everything you guys said, I, I'm like such a, you know, average typical human in that way. Like I'm scared to learn new tricks. I'm nervous when I'm nervous. It's just, you know, I, I like my mom's kind of said, like, I, I feel pretty when I'm learning new tricks, I try to make myself the most dialed I could possibly be, you know, going up to it. I, I try to practice as much as I can in like an airbag or something or do the setup tricks leading up to it. And, you know, at some point you do just have to try it or whatever. But I think I've always just been like, you know what, I'm going to try to put myself on a level where the only time I'm going to get hurt is if when I, when I try this trick or whatever, you know, just know in my mind, I'm almost, you know, I'm 99% sure that I'm not going to get hurt when I try this new tricks because I've taken the right steps getting up to it. Yeah. Um, and you know, so far that's worked. I mean, obviously like injuries are injuries and they come and they happen and all that, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's a thing. And then, you know, on the contest side, I am nervous, like I'm super nervous, but I, during the practice practice runs and all that, I try to, continually just do as many runs as I can to the point when I am nervous, you know, it's like, it's almost like muscle memory going down the hill. You know, the only nerve nerve wracking part for, for me is like right before you drop in. And then once you're, once you're on the course, you know, you get things flowing. Like once you get past the first rail or the first jump, you just mm -hmm. try to get things rolling like a snowball. And, you know, before you know it, the runs over with, and you know, that's kind of the exciting yeah. part is like at the top of our, you know, at the top of our sport, um, like literally at the top where you drop in, there's like no fans. There's only fans at the bottom. So like you kind of just forget about the whole fan base until you get down there and you're like, whoa, it's real. Yeah, that yeah. is kind of nice. Are, are you yeah. working on any like big tricks right now that, that you're kind of testing out or? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're kind of always working on something. Um, you know, there's all like right now the, the Japanese and Chinese game, like those young kids are coming in and just like pushing the levels so hard. So. Um, we're kind of always working on that. You know, the 1800 and 1900 is really came to slope sound big air, pretty heavy right now. Um, during the summer, not really trying to do much. I mean, I try to stay in the gym a little bit, but yeah, like starting August, we, the U S team goes over to Australia on the eight and, uh, we'll kind of from like there on out, we'll start to push a little bit more and start trying to learn tricks and yeah, go to Australia on the eighth and then September and November and all that will be in Europe. And then, kind of before you know it, like winter started up in, in yeah. the States. Wow. Wow. That's a hell of yeah. a schedule. <laughs> it's not bad. Like, dude, like I, we, I feel so lucky, like truly yeah. get to travel with some of my best friends and my girlfriend and all that. It's just like, I don't, you know, it's like the traveling's like a glorified vacation almost. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. This might not make too much sense, but like, uh, when I watch a band play and like they're playing, they sound awesome. Uh, I'll be like, did you screw up? And they'll be like, yeah, I, I screwed up. And you don't even notice it because they're so good. When you're doing your tricks and stuff, do you screw up? Uh, so like, what? or is it, do you have to improv sometimes? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like going down a slope style run, you, you, if you fall off a rail early, it's kind of like, uh oh, all right, I got to either, I got to either accept this mistake and be like, oh no, this, you know, this happened and my run's kind of over and I got to save it for next run. But like, typically if you fall off a rail early or let go of your grab on a, big trick or flail or something you're like okay i gotta make you know i gotta make the judges not think about that anymore and end it with a big bang in a way um you know and sometimes the mistake up top is too big and you just kind of got to call it and save it for next run but a lot of the times like especially where our sport's going now there's so much technical tricks happening on the rails and so much technical tricks happening on the jumps you know it's like there's usually like in a slope style contest most of the time, every rider that you're going to watch, there will be one little mistake, whether it's like 
you guys probably won't notice it, but from a snowboarder's eye, you'll notice it. And you'll be like, you know, that you got to make it up a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. you got to maybe do something extra or land something a little better. But I mean, there's always those little things for sure. Yeah. yeah just like what you were saying sense. with the band. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's yeah. where, um, it's another, la- my last stupid question, I promise, but it's <laughs> how, how, how much further can the game go with the tricks? Like you said, the Japanese and Chinese are bringing in a bunch of new techniques and stuff. Um, I'm just more curious. I've been playing 1080 on the N64 since I was six. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I did, I'm just curious your thoughts. I don't, man, I'm on the side where I'm like, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know how much more you can do. Like I, so the, the thing is, if you were to talk to an older pro snowboarder, um, like maybe Todd Richards or something, or, uh, you know, some, someone that was older that did our sport, they probably thought at the time when 1080s came around that that's it. Like, I don't know how much more you can really go, you know? And I, I think now I'm at the point in my career where like 1800, 1900, I'm like, I mean, I said at 1440, I said like straight up at 1440, I'm like, I don't know how much more you can go, you know, like we're already spinning so fast on these jumps and, yeah. um, you know, like I, I actually don't know how much more we can go, but then, you know, you get, you get younger Japanese kids and younger Chinese kids that have, um, these airbags in the summer that, you know, get to just basically spin as much as they want till they hit and then they take it to snow and, and do it. But truly, I don't know what else like can really come after like 19 and 2160. I just, I just feel like, I mean, I don't know. I remember hearing something when I was a kid, like at a certain point, your body cannot spin anymore. And I feel like, you know, like, that marks closer than we think. I feel like, but who knows? Yeah, dude. If you need yeah. any like new techniques, you just, dude. I got like more hip thrust action. Like, yeah, like yeah. Jackson. <laughs> Let me know, dude. I got you. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I might, yeah, I might be hitting your number. You know, Red is gonna block us so fast on social media and all contact and communication no. after this. <laughs> no, I love it, man. I love it. Any, any new. That's the thing, you know, like who knows what the new tips are going to be, you know, what the new technique is. It's going to be some crazy stuff. Right now I'm throwing as hard as I can and just holding on, seeing what yeah, happens. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Does your, uh, your, your sister is a pretty famous food blogger. Um, I told my wife uh, that we were having you on and she knew your sister immediately. Um, yeah. Does she ever make you, or I guess what's your like favorite dish that she makes here? Does she ever send you food or. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, when I'm back home, like, uh, everything that you guys see she she's making so it all comes up she has um she has these two barns excuse me she has these two barns on uh my parents property and she lives in one and then works out of the other and she cooks in that and then my dad will ride down the full full wheeler and pick up her food and bring it up to our house and so we just eat all of that stuff and um (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's That's like, pretty awesome. <laughs> it's one reason to go back home every time. I'm just like, yeah, it's pretty good food and you don't really spend <laughs> money. And it's just like, yeah, that's it, you know. But um, yeah, I mean, even me and Haley have been getting so into just like making her food and, and doing stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's pretty incredible. And back to what you said, like your uh, your wife knows who who she is. Like, that's like most of the people that come up to me now are like, you're Red Gerard, right? And I'm like, I am. And they're like, I'm the biggest fan of your sister. I'm like, hell yeah, that's what's up. You know, like it's so much doper getting to talk about her than like talking about yourself. You know, it's like such a great, easy, not easy out or whatever for me, but I'm like such a fan of what she does. And I see how much hard work she puts into what she does. And it's just like, that's awesome. I'd love to talk about her all day long. That's awesome. She's amazing. Very humble. Uh, 
I, yeah, I see that very, very much, right? You, you suck for doing that. We want you to talk about yourself. Right now, but, uh, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, well, let's try to get you to open up. Who's, uh, who's like your biggest rival, or who, who are you like always looking to beat? Oh man, it changes every contest. But I mean, it, there's always been, you know, like ever since I've been starting to compete, it's always been. There's always there is, and there always will be. Mark McMorris is always, you know, a hard competitor to beat. He's always been at the top of our game. Um, Shoot, lately there's like Takaru on Suka, but I mean that's that's like the cool part about our sport is like it's so on yourself. It like I can't do anything to make Mark McMorris mess mess up, you know. Like I can't me being like a dickhead to him at the top isn't gonna get me anywhere or get him. It might just make him more angry to beat me, yeah. you know. Like I'm doing more self damage probably. So it's like that's that's probably why I like my sport so much. It's just because it's like you know I'm gonna do the work to try to land this run and if i land this run and i win this contest then i won the contest you know it's not like i lined you know stepped up to the plate sure. as a linebacker and this kid this guy talked about you know something and made me angry he's just, yeah he's go down the hill and do it do a run and hopefully you get scored well yeah i got you yeah. okay yeah. you're still being yeah. humble i'll take it though <laughs> 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 no now let's play Mary Fuck Kill. No, I'm <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> oh, I'm losing connection. Sorry. All <laughs> uh, um, right. Like, uh, what was your like favorite celebrity to meet when you started to come into the the scene? Oh, um, I don't know. I remember one time that I was like in New York doing doing a lot of like talk shows after uh, I won the Olympics and. Um, I got to meet like the, uh, I was like just super jet lag traveling back from South Korea. And I remember I was just like laying in my green room on my couch and the whole shark tank, uh, um, crew just like came into my green room. Like, is it okay if we say, Hey, and I was like, Whoa, this is like, <laughs> it's just so overwhelming. Like going from being like so jet lagged and tired and like half sleeping and just like looking up and you're like, Holy shit. What the hell? You know, like, like <laughs> this is beyond crazy, man. That's awesome. So that, was that, that like was Mark cool Cuban? One. Yeah. Mar what? Yeah, yeah. Mark Mark Cuban. And... Um, but cool. yeah, that, that was that was definitely a pretty cool one. It's just like so amazing. You're like, this is a crazy world I'm all of a sudden living in right now. And that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, if you don't mind, Drew, I don't know what else you what you have, but I have some like either or kind of rapid rapid questions if you don't mind. But yeah. Drew, yeah. I got one more. Did you guys get through the Wikipedia stuff yet? Did you say that right off the bat? <laughs> what? Well, first thing, Red, did you write your Wikipedia page? It is too funny, man. No, I didn't. I did not. It's the did story not. of uh, you staying up too late. Oh, yeah. We talked nine, about nine. that. You missed okay. it. Ah, you, you're going to have to listen to the podcast now to I'll listen. to listen. Yeah. Sorry. You got to listen to your own podcast now. That's yeah. the worst thing in the world. Oh, it is. Honestly. Listening listening to your your own talk, your, your, your self-talk, you're like, yeah. <laughs> Punch sound like face. so bad that's too funny well, go ahead Sean. well, well he, he he discusses it we, we talk about it in the beginning so yeah. <laughs> um all right so i'm just gonna ask you some like either or is pretty much here uh we can run through it quick uh brats or burgers oh man lately i'm i will say brats because i've been getting so into brats i'm like dude these things are good like i've had a burger they're good they're good uh beers are hard alcohol beers for Beers, sure. Okay. Beers. Slope yeah. style or big air? Slope style. Slope style. Uh, Detective Jake Peralta or Captain Ray Holt? <laughs> Ray Holt. That guy's a badass. I yeah, rewatched the funny part is I rewatched that show and I'm like, 
God, I'm suddenly annoyed with this show all of a sudden. <laughs> You know, I'm like still, I'm like a fan. Like, this is cool. But the one that I liked the, the most was with Detective Ray Holt. Is that his name? Uh, Captain Ray Holt. Yeah, Captain, yeah. Yeah, Captain yeah, Ray Holt. Yeah. I'm like, this guy's the chillest. He's just not talking. Yeah, it's he's like so sweet. funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sean White or Chloe Kim? Um, Sean White. You got to respect what he's done for a yeah, sport. Have to. Uh, Christmas or Halloween? Uh, Christmas. Breakfast or dinner? Dinner. Uh, crunchy peanut butter or creamy? Creamy. creamy creamy and then oh. just your uh <laughs> your, your dream place to vacation if you haven't been there yet um yeah like like where do i want to go or if i have been either or either or favorite place you've been you, dream place. i love going to like cabo love going to mexico and then the other place i'd love to go is like down to the maladives or like bali or something yeah. like that like I, i'm so into surfing and you know, Southern California can get good waves, but it's like nothing like down there from what I've heard. I mean, from what I've heard, just like you can get whatever type of wave you want and it, it would be awesome. To go there. I'd that's to. cool. OK, yeah. no, yeah. that's legit. That's legit. Yeah. yeah, that's a good set of questions. I like this. Yeah, yeah. well, nice. unfortunately, that's the last one. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Drew, you got anything else? Oh, last question. Favorite yeah. color, red or blue? Mm, got him. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. I'm looking up at Haley's sewing kit right now. Like all the displays of colors right now. I'm like, <laughs> um, I don't know. Probably, probably, probably red, honestly, which sucks. Oh, really? You have red. to. You have yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've funny. definitely answered blue to that one too many. I've answered blue and I mean, yeah, whatever. Red. Love it. It's an awesome name, man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Cool. Well, no, I appreciate you hopping on. Um, did you have anything you wanted to ask us or anything you wanted to go through quick? We got a couple minutes left here. I didn't, I, I don't pay for zoom pro. So we got four minutes left here. <laughs> no, I like that. That's smart. I'll be quick then. No, I no, love you guys' podcast. This is sick, dude. I love the freaking beer cracking right at the start. I'm, yeah. I will say this is the first time I've heard of it, but I will listen. Oh yeah. I will yeah, listen we, soon. We don't have but a ton I, of followers. I like so I definitely appreciate you like coming on. So, uh, yeah, but no, that's awesome. a great, that's a great name right there. It's, uh, brats and beers, brats and beers. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't yep. like brats and beers? It's, that's, yeah. that's primo. Yeah. We're mid Midwestern boys. We love tailgating, love sports. So why not combine Dude, it all, Who right? fucking doesn't? That's yep. like how you live right there. <laughs> yes, sir. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, yeah, oh, wait, are you bummed about, uh, Aaron Rodgers? uh going uh i kind of just get i don't know i was at first but then after a while i was just kind of just ready to like let him go i was like let's just restart and get rid of him and what whatever happens because it was just getting too much it was just such a distraction and it was just a lot to think about so dude um, i'm so hyped on it because like okay randomly i like i love football i'm like a huge fan you know i love the browns they'll never probably do good which sucks to say or whatever but hey, they, there's just like always a curse or something going on like i don't yes, know what the is. deal is but i um, go to die yeah. yeah yeah but okay so like two three years ago i became a fan of the jets because they were so bad i'm like i love this team man they're so bad they're in new york city which is like would be the shit to live at you're like yeah. i was a player i want to play for the jets man you're just like you want to make the team better. You're repping dope green colors, live in New York City. And then Aaron and then Rogers got hey, on the team. Yes, and like, I'm standing here like if they if they become <laughs> a good team, I'm not a front runner. I'm, I'm yeah. a backer. I was a backer before that. Before we'll, we'll we'll post this clip so all of our listeners will know that you're not just bandwagon hopping. All right. 
I what are you like looking it. for? The goddamn Jets. The goddamn yeah, the Jets. jets. <laughs> the Jets. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you coming on, man. You are awesome. You are so humble, so awesome, such a badass in the sport. Um, we're going to keep tabs on you, so best of luck with everything you have coming towards you. And uh, and and shoot an 82 today when you go out golfing, all right? Hell yeah. Dude, man. I'll try my best. I'm hoping to break 90. Fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks, boys. I really awesome. appreciate it. Good to meet you guys. Yeah, you we'll see, see you, Red. Yep. Bye-bye.